welcome to EarthWise Reflections on Earth-Based Spirituality. I'm Anu Dudley with a piece about poison ivy. Walking in the woods recently, I came across a patch of poison ivy in a place where I had not seen it before. I try to keep track of where poison ivy is growing so I can keep my dogs and myself out of it. But there it was, looking, I thought, rather smug, having spread somehow to this new location. Poison ivy in recent years has been creeping into the clearing where I grow my gardens, and it seems the older I get, the worse is my reaction to a poison ivy exposure. I was going to have to get rid of this new incursion. I pretty much have a live-and-let-live attitude about the beings I encounter in the woods. If they don't bite me, I don't bite them, so to speak, which is the same policy, really, as poison ivy has. The only time poison ivy bites me is when I accidentally disturb it, which is a thing you can't say about mosquitoes and blackflies and ticks. So why this offensive attitude toward poison ivy? I resolved to learn more about the plant. Poison ivy contains the chemical urshiol, the irritant that causes the itchy rash and pustules when it takes in on contact with the skin. The urushiol is in the sap, which is in every part of the plant, leaves, stem, roots, and berries. The sap gets released when there is a break anywhere in the surface of the plant. Therefore, supposedly, if you touch the plant without breaking its surface, you would not get a rash. This I have found to be true. It used to be thought that if you scratched a poison ivy rash and broke open the blisters, you could spread the rash. This is not true. But the urushiol can adhere to your clothing, your shoes, your tools, and your dog, and touching these affected surfaces can also give you a poison ivy rash long after you came in contact with the actual plant, sometimes up to as much as a year later. According to botanist Stephen Foster, dried poison ivy specimens more than 100 years old can still cause skin irritation. This irritant chemical can also uh, can also become um, if poison ivy plants are burned and cause you eye, nose, and throat irritation and even systemic inflammations, which happened to me once, requiring a course of prednisone. If you wash the affected area right away with just plain water, you can wash off the chemical before it penetrates the skin, which can happen within minutes where the skin is thinnest. Here, the wildflower jewelweed is also known as touch-me-not, can be effective in preventing the onset of a rash. Crush the flowers and stems and rub the mess on the skin immediately after the exposure. It is thought to block receptors in the skin from taking up the irritant. A friend uses jewelweed to prevent a poison ivy rash by rubbing the herb on his skin before he comes in contact with the plant. He demonstrated by smearing himself with jewelweed and then lying down in a patch of poison ivy with no apparent ill effects. Now, I wouldn't try that, but I'm just saying... If you do get exposed, scrubbing the affected area with rubbing alcohol may remove the urushiol from the skin even after it has begun to penetrate, but don't use soap. That apparently can spread the irritant. Do, however, wash your clothing and your dog if you know they have been contaminated. It's message we dread coming in contact with poison ivy. There are many from the past and the present who have welcomed and even venerated this plant. 
Poison ivy is now used to prevent beach erosion by protecting the fragile sand dune environment. Poison ivy can establish itself in the sandy soil of beaches where many other plants cannot grow. Its roots help hold the dunes together and prevent wind erosion, while its leaves also catch and hold the blowing sand, helping sustain this fragile ecosystem. Furthermore, poison ivy keeps people from walking on the sand dunes, an important deterrent since foot traffic is a major contributor to dune deterioration. Poison ivy has been around for a long time. Poison ivy fossils have been found in the United States that are 40 million years old. It is an ancient part of our ecosystem and provides food for bears, deer, rabbits, and mice who eat the leaves and stems, while many birds eat the white berries that come ripe at the end of the season. Native Americans had been using poison ivy to treat warts and other skin ailments long before Captain John Smith wrote about this in his words, Poisoned Weed, in his Chronicles of Virginia in 1608. And evidence shows that poison ivy seeds were found in a Native American medicine pouch dating from the 13th century in what is now Colorado. For poison ivy seeds to be included in a medicine pouch tells us that the seeds were considered to be either medicinal or magical. I imagine they were used for defensive protection magic. Poison ivy does not attack unless it is attacked first, and then its defense is direct and powerful, a good magical ally to have in a hazardous and uncertain world. With a newfound respect for poison ivy, I say... Blessed be. You've been listening to Earthwise, Reflections on Earth-Based Spirituality. I'm Anu Dudley.